When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. Your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey guys, this is Mike Badano, and you're listening to Sarcastic Remarks. Hello, welcome back to Starcastic Remarks. This is the after game review for game number 10, along with Christian. My name is Ryan, and the Stars win by a final score tonight of 5-2. to two. Thank you to DraftKings Sportsbook for being our sponsor of this episode, this podcast, and all of THPN. What a game, Christian. I, I, mean, I mean, other than the third period was boring, but who cares? Because it was yeah. the second period was fantastic. So let me know your thoughts right off the bat. We just reverse Rangers them. I mean, we just did the exact same thing. <laughs> I mean, we're just like, hey, three goals at once sounds like a good idea. We should try it. And then we did it. And then we won. Yeah. Um, Pretty good game. I feel like the second period, just as my initial thoughts, the second period was really us cashing in on what we did the first period because the mm-hmm. first period was the most dominant period of hockey we played all season long. And it makes sense when you're against a team on a night uh, back-to-back. They did their job, took care of business, wiped this team off the board like we should have. And you can't ignore the most obvious player in this game, and that was Miro Heiskanen. I mean, th- mm-hmm. there's there's no doubt that this team is a way better team with him on the ice. I mean, when you look at how he played, he didn't even have the most time on ice tonight, and he still ends the game with what he has. And it's not a coincidence that the Stars' power play was suckish for the past four games previous, and then they score three power play goals today. There's there's no... No. There's, there's no coincidence. Absolutely zero coincidence. So, let's go ahead and get into... Uh, the after game review, the, the period breakdown. So, a um, couple of penalties right off the bat in the first uh, five minutes of the game. Uh, two for the Kings and one for the Stars. Uh, it was a holding the stick penalty on Pavelski, which I thought was stupid. Uh, there, then there was a Lazat penalty and a Fiala penalty. Uh, the Fiala penalty would lead to a hence score from the left circle. It's a power play goal. 
And it was a great saucer pass from Ben. And mm-hmm. you want to eat your words about Ben's play tonight, Chris? Yeah, Ben had a very good game tonight. He was okay. very noticeable yes. all over the ice. He was his forecheck was great. It uh, very physical. And and like we said the last time, he had a good game. If we can get one out of five games where Ben plays like this, we'll be happy. Here's our one in five. He'll be gone for the next four games, but we'll we'll see him later. All right, I'm gonna I'm quoting quick. Blah, blah, blah. Words are hard for me today. I'm quoting Chris's. Oh my gosh, great that was a troll. Right here. Was uh, a troll. I'm still gonna say it because it is. It makes you look stupid, so I love it. Okay, uh, Chris, to all of us, all of the brothers, including our dad, we have to cheer for passes now for, for Jamie Ben? Question <laughs> mark. Score a goal, and that was in response to me saying "great saucer" by Jamie there on I, that. I st- I still mildly stand by that. He needs to score. Oh, shut up. Who is this? Come on. He played a very good game. He was very impactful this game despite not scoring. It's been 10 games. He needs to score. I mean, at this pace, he's going to have less than eight goals in the season. I mean, realistically, that's not going to be the case. But we need some goals. Yeah. He'll get there eventually. If he plays like this every single night, eventually he will get a goal. Um. Dallas is very physical without the puck. That was one of my mm-hmm. first initial thoughts in the first 10 minutes. Uh, Poor check went Wedgwood, crazy. Yeah, the Wedgwood lo- looked really good tonight. He looked very good. He, he Not like overly like, you know, fantastic like we see Otter do, but he was very solid in tonight's game. Uh, you know, Ben had a wraparound chance. Uh, there was a couple of, there was a breakaway chance for Delandria. Uh, the shots at the end of the period were 18 to 8 in favor of the Dallas Stars. How was that first period? I mean, like I said, it was the most dominant period we've had. You gotta score more than one goal, and obviously the dam broke in the second period. But boy, we 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 talked about that a lot last season too. Like we had mm-hmm. all the pressure, you end up only getting one goal. Got to get multiples there, and it feels like that's starting to happen a lot in these first periods. But we're also not allowing any goals in the first period too, so it's still working out in our favor. I like DeBoer's choice of words when he talked about that first period, how it was a very tilted ice, meaning it's all downhill towards their zone. I I enjoyed that very much so. Um, The second period, uh, I honestly thought coming out of the second period, at the beginning of the period, that Los Angeles was the better team. Agreed. So, I mean, within the first five minutes, it was... It was more even. I wouldn't say it was like all downhill for Los Angeles, but Los Angeles was definitely getting chances within that first five minutes. Agree? Disagree? Definitely agree. I I would say it was slanted definitely for the Kings. Not quite as much as the Stars were in the first period, but they had a lot of sustained pressure. So the game would go to one to one. Wedgwood makes the first initial save off of Carl Grenstrom, but Fiala is there. He scores off the rebound. Someone's got to be there. I mean, yeah. it, it maybe it was just an unfortunate rebound, an unfortunate bounce, but, I mean, there was three Stars players there. You would think when that you, one of the three should get there. You got to look – Miller's got to look over his shoulder there is really what it is, but it it also was a weird weird rebound. They don't normally go that far off of a breakaway too, so kind of unfortunate. Good save. Can't give a breakaway. And then right after that goal by Fiala, it was another two-on-one about a minute later for L.A. It was a good save by Wedgwood. And it was uh, Trevor Moore with the shot. He's a, he's actually a very underrated player, in my opinion. I wrote Ben's name down for the fourth time in the game, and that was only halfway through the game. Ben had another chance. It would lead to a Dallas power play. And then the dam just breaks from there. Uh, Robo would get a power play goal. It was a shot from the point. Um, his eyes were taken away. His eyes, meaning uh, Carl Peterson. 
And uh, then Sagan scores off a filthy toe drag. Oh, my gosh. That is vintage Tyler Sagan. That is exactly what we need from Tyler Sagan. And yucky. shout out to Gary Onoff on that goal as well, because if it wasn't for his speed, it, he would Sagan would not have scored that goal. And then literally 16 seconds after that, it was like a broken play. Hint says, oh, here's the puck, and deposits it into the back of the net. It was a great goal there too. So Good three finish, goals yeah. in 92 seconds. And the stars are up four to one. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I was like, huh? I think we're winning. <laughs> so, yeah, great. This is offense that you didn't even have a chance of getting last last year. And that's what's going to be so fun about this team is that they're never going to be out of it because they can always do this. Like, <laughs> if this is a possibility, you're never out of the game, honestly. So it, it's really awesome to to see the potential of this hockey team. And the offense finally being unlocked in a more offensive system. It's, it's much more fun to watch. It is. It is. And uh, I wrote, Jeff K is getting his work done tonight for all those goals. Mm -hmm. he, he was behind three goals yeah. <laughs> at one point. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, Lundquist had a really good D play on a three-on-two for L.A. Uh, there was a scary incident when L.A. hit the post off a point shot. It went off of Velarde and hit the post. So... That was a little scary. Lundqvist would take a penalty. It would lead to a power play goal for Arthur Kaliev, who is a great, great young player for L.A. And it was just good moving on the power play by L.A. There was nothing the Stars could do there. It was, just lucky. was It was great defense by Lindell. He broke up the pass across crease, and it just goes right to Kaliev. Just unfortunate. I mean, nothing mm -hmm. else he can do. Glendening would go way over the net. And, I mean, you can't ask for a better opportunity than Glendening got. But you know what? It's okay. It's 4-2. to two. Uh, Miro does Miro things. He goes in alone on 1v4. He draws a call, leads to a Dallas power play, and then Pavelski just in, always at the right spot at the right time. He doesn't even have to try. He, he deposits the power play goal. It clanks off of Ben Skate, when it's, uh, and then it goes to Pavelski. And the, the thing that I wrote, and I actually had to write like a paragraph for this because it was great pressure by all five guys to keep that puck in the O-zone that whole five-man group on that power play. So excellent work by that uh, number one pen, uh, power play group. And I wouldn't say it was a clink off the skate. If you look again, a little bit of a kick pass by Ben. Another oh, no, no. Assist. Yeah, I should say that. it was. I, I think it was on purpose. I definitely, definitely think it was on purpose. But it did clink off his skate. Uh, in the last minute, it looked a little scary because it uh, looked like the LA Kings were looking for some sort of retribution. And uh, Wedgwood was required to make a couple of good saves there at the end of the second period. Uh, Chris, probably the best period of hockey that we've seen from the Dallas Stars, at least the most exciting. That was the most exciting period of hockey from the Dallas Stars. The first period was the best period. <laughs> second period, most exciting, definitely. And uh, even Wedgwood really played really well throughout this game, doing what we needed to do. They talked a lot about in the broadcast. They're like, we need a Cooper Rush moment from Wedgwood. Just... Play good they enough totally, to keep us in. They totally stole that. Razor totally stole that from Saad Yusev. He totally oh, did. Yeah. <laughs> but that, but that's exactly true. I mean, you think of what the Cowboys did. Mm -hmm. The defense steps up whenever quarterback's out. They were one of the best defenses in the league during that stretch. This five goals, that's what the Stars need to do. Make it easy mm -hmm. on Wedgwood. Don't make him win games for you. You need to win the game for Wedgwood. So we, we should see – we better see a lot of goals if we're going to – continue to be good during this stretch of Otter being out, which actually we haven't talked about on the podcast yet, which is kind of crazy. 
We gotta wait till tomorrow, probably. We'll wait, for, we'll wait till tomorrow. Probably better to wait till tomorrow. tomorrow. I think y'all yeah. know what the implications are, though. Yeah, it's gonna be a little scary. We'll see. But hey, we can be happy at least for tonight, right? Very happy. All right. Okay. Um, third period. Um, going into the third period, I didn't really write a lot because not much happened. I, yeah, not much <laughs> happened. And but the thing that did happen is the stars kept up the pressure. They kept up the offensive pressure. Now it wasn't like overly done, and there was lots of chances, especially by Gary Onoff, Ben, and Johnston. So that whole third line, or I guess Gary Onoff on that second line, and then those two guys on the third line. I noticed the three of those guys a lot in the third period. Delantro was second right wing tonight. Gary Onoff was was? third. I thought Gary Onoff was on that second line. Don't believe so. Well, either way, it didn't matter. Those three guys were noticeable in the third period. Um, there was a really good save by Peterson on Gary Onoff, and I'm just like, dude, Gary, Gary Onoff cannot catch a break to save his life to score yeah. a goal. And it, it was it was a great setup. It was a great shot. He elevated the puck. Peterson was just that was just a fantastic save by him. Yeah. Um. And, and, and a lot of people said it. Zach said it, and Razor said it during the game. They're like, as soon as Gary Onoff scores one, he's just gonna score a billion. And that's really what it feels like. It feels like Rove Hens last year where he couldn't buy a goal. And I feel like Gurnov just gets one. That'll really get him going. And you know what? A lot of people are scoring a lot of goals right now. We kind of need a guy to kind of save him for later when we really need him. So that's all Gary's doing. He's being smart about it. We'll see. We'll see. He's, the goals he's saving his 20 goal season for later. <laughs> yeah. He's going to score all exactly. 20 in the second half of the season. Right. Exactly. So, um, Anyways, I, I mean, really, I don't have anything else other than I, I really wish Johnson had scored. Uh, he had a yeah. a really big chance. He hit the post. It went ping, went straight yeah. over the over the net. Something to and, mention with that, Johnson is officially a Dallas star. So good to yep, see. Like, I mean, official, official. Yeah, he forced his way into the lineup, really. I mean, there's yeah. no one who can replace him on that third line and do what he does. So great, great job by him. <laughs> Hey guys, it's Ryan here. It's finally time to hit the ice again. And thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you're in for the season of a lifetime. New customers can bet $5 on any team and get $200 in free bets if they win. There's a lot of matchups that are going to be coming up this season. I'm really looking forward to the Central Division. It looks like there's going to be about six teams out of the eight that I think have a pretty good shot of making the playoffs. So I'm really interested to see how the Central Division goes out there. If that wasn't enough excitement, you can turn small bets into bigger payouts with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more for your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game and get $200 in free bets if they do. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. I wrote another Ben Chance, and then the pressure continued. Never stopped. That's all I got. Chris, any, what thoughts from the third period? Good, boring third period that we played mostly in the offensive zone, actually. Not not as much possession, but a lot of forecheck, a lot of dump-ins. Good third period when you're up by three goals. 
All right, uh, let's just get into what happened in tonight's game. What, what some of the storylines that we need to be taking away from this game tonight? Because there's a lot, honestly, that you could talk about. The first one is the Kings are on the second night of a back-to-back, and their third game in four days, I believe. Yes. So this was a gotta-win game, and they did. They took care of business. They got it done. They did it even a little bit flashy, too. So we like that. So... Good job taking care of business. Don't get overly excited about how many goals were scored because this was the second night of a back-to-back, but we're still happy. I think the biggest thing for me is, it. it I kind of already talked about it, but it's Miro Haskinen. I, I mean, it, he shows how desperately the Stars need him on this team. Like, I mean, he is worth, he's not even worth $8 million, in my opinion. He should get like 10 to 11 I mean, the stars got him at a steal of a price, in my opinion. And I mean, he does everything. He absolutely does everything. He had one bad play that I was like, eh, it was a it was a bad turnover. You know what he immediately did? <laughs> he fixed it. Yeah. <laughs> he turned the puck okay. over. Oh, yeah. I got it back and he kept going. So I, I just, I, I can't grovel enough at his feet at how good of a hockey player Mira Haskinen is. Something interesting tonight to think of when Miro Haskins plays. So he he comes off an injury, so his time is a little bit limited. He had the second least ice time of all defensemen. He was super noticeable, especially offensively. Is that something that you try and take moving forward and say, okay, we're going to play him less to try and make him more impactful on the offensive side? Because, it, I mean, he he has a primary assist on the power play goal and then a secondary assist, which was a very good assist on the Sagan goal and drew two penalties, I think. So that, that is something to think about because he has 1915 tonight for time on ice. He has been playing pretty much 25 consistently. And he looked a lot more, a lot more scary tonight with the puck in my opinion. It's a thought, but the the thing is what, what's different about him compared to Kale McCarr, for example, is he, he could be Kale McCarr, in my opinion. He's got every aspect of his game that he could be that offensive weapon. But he's just so freaking good defensively. The Stars rely on it so much. Yeah. And, it, I mean, it was obvious to see with the breakouts that happened. Um, the breakouts that he did himself, he just carried the puck into the offensive zone, and you mentioned it. He yeah. drew a couple of calls tonight. So I just think he's so incredibly important defensively, yeah. and th- that's why I would – not want him to lower his ice time. And I think the big part of that is the shorthanded time. It's so hard to not play him shorthanded because he's so good exiting the zone and just so consistent defensively. And we only take, what was it? Looks like two full penalties tonight. So mm-hmm. that really, he only had 45 seconds of shorthanded time. So that's probably where a lot of those minutes are coming off of. So let's stay out of the box so we can do more offense instead of just playing him less. And that's perfect segue into the other thing I wanted to talk about is that, yeah, the stars still took some. I don't. Know, I, I I'm still confused about some of the penalties that have been called this season against the stars. That it, it seems like they're kind of wishy washy and kind of stupid. But nonetheless, the stars took less penalties than the LA Kings did tonight. They got their power play going. Their penalty kill was okay. It it leaked, but it wasn't terrible. Uh, that especially that last penalty kill, and I thought that was going to be a really important moment when Delandria took a penalty in the third period. 
I thought that that could have been a a, a momentum shift, but thankfully nothing came of it. They, I mean, they weren't even able to set up in the defense, the offensive zone. The LA Kings weren't. So starts to carry a business there, but I don't know. I, I would just like to see this continue. Less penalties. Yeah. Stay less penalties than the, the other team is a win every time. I mean, I don't even care what number it is at this point. Just take less than the other team. And then the power play tonight, obviously huge bounce back. What, what did they say? Over 12 or over 14? And I think it was over 15, I think almost yeah. something crazy. So, like it, something like that. Yeah. Obviously Miro comes back and then all the problems are solved. So that's the big thing. I, I hope we get someone else who can play on the second power play unit, or we just keep Haskin out there for the entire two minutes, which is, I think a cool idea, but whatever. Well, it, power play is the point. Yeah. If Miro Haskin is, is able to continue playing, which although I I, I don't want to see him at this limited minutes, if this makes any sense. Yeah. Um, so, you know, here's a thought. Here's here's a random thought. Would winning this game be worth it if we were already going to win without Miro Haskinen in the lineup? Because if he's really that hurt that he has to play limited minutes, I would rather him, you know, get fully healthy and then come back and be able to play that full 24, 25 minutes. Does that make sense? He, he played limited minutes, but he still played 20 minutes. That's not... I wouldn't call that super limited. And but he was... That's, that's he limited super, for him, though. He was super aggressive all night, too. So, I think it's fine. You need two points. I mean, if we who say who's <laughs> to say that if Haskinen's not in the game tonight that we lose? I mean, that could totally happen, especially with the way. I mean, we had three power play goals. Haskinen was on the ice for all three of them. Pretty important guy. So, yeah, I, I think you're you're definitely playing him. Two points is huge in the NHL. All right, uh, let's get into our biggest winner and biggest loser here, here for tonight, Chris. Uh, there, There's a couple you could pick on both sides, but who do you got for your biggest loser tonight? Biggest loser first. Uh, mm-hmm. Who was the guy that got his teeth knocked out? I don't even know his name. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was unfortunate. Yeah. He the dude goes to, to plaint Jamie Ben <laughs> with his <laughs> face, apparently, and... So, so Razor didn't know what was going on with the guy's tooth. I I saw exactly what happened. This one of Wasn't his bottom back teeth. There? No, what? Yeah, it was back in his mouth. But I'll tell you why. One of his bottom teeth got knocked out, and it was hanging on a wire. The wire is a permanent retainer. So his oh, tooth got chipped out. Ow. His retainer was holding the tooth in just his mouth. So it, oh. not only did it knock a tooth out, it knocked his retainer out. So now this boy's got to go back to the orthodontist unfortunate jeez that, that that just oh that makes me cringe and all that oh, is from man. trying to make a hit <laughs> i know right exactly yeah yeah for uh, those that are listening on the audio side chris's face said it all that was funny uh who do you got for your biggest winner biggest winner i'm gonna take the obvious one and i'm gonna give it to rope hints rope hints two goals on the night the the initial one to get the monkey off the back for the power play huge you need that the the nail in the coffin goal is what i'm going to call that unassisted one i mean just the the finish on that is crazy i mean he gets the puck in that spot and you're like okay we haven't we have five goals now goal. that's cool yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly that's it uh he's just him and robertson are just the most consistent finishers on, on our team in my opinion it 
they're just so, I don't I don't even know what it is. They just got the stuff. They got the stuff. They got so, the thing. Two goals, w- only one assist, I think, tonight. Only one, only three. Only points. one, only a three point <laughs> night. A little bit, a little bit down, but yeah, great game by Rope Hints. Um, I will go ahead and not say the other obvious because we've already talked about him a, a ton. Hayskinen is the obvious biggest winner in tonight's game for me, but I'll give it to Wedgwood. I'll give it to Wedgwood. Um, he was not overly taxed, but he got his first win of the night, and he was very, very, very solid. If the team can play like this in front of him, then he will be more than capable of Cooper rushing it until uh, Jay Cottinger gets back. So, And if, if he it, plays it, like that, we'll win a lot of games too. It doesn't matter yes. how clean it was. He's just got to keep us in it, and he totally did that tonight, and that's all we need. Yep, and he he made a a couple of very good saves. I mean, they again they weren't like highlight reel or anything, you know, anything like that. But it was still very nice to see him get the win because he fully deserved it. And it, it just seems like when he plays, the stars don't play as well in front of him like they do in front of Ottinger. If that makes any sense, they play way way better in front of Ottinger. And that was the case when when uh, Ottinger was the backup and. It was Bishop who was the the starter. It looked like the Stars played way better in front of Bishop. And when Otter got thrown in there, it didn't seem like they played as well. So, okay, Chris, uh, I think that's going to do it here for us tonight. Uh, anything else you want to mention? Uh, the next game, I don't have it pulled up when it is. I believe the next game is <laughs> Thursday against the Phoenix Coyotes. Oh, my, oh, I said it again. Ah. Arizona Coyotes. At it, Mullet Arena. The mullet. The if y'all haven't arena. seen those awesome dressing rooms the stars are going to be in, it's going to be fire. Uh, that is going to be a late game. Looks like it's a 9 p.m. start. Yep. Yay. 9 p.m. start. So, um, thanks, Arizona. Well, well, yeah, I guess that makes it like, oh, it's almost around midnight for us to, on Thursday. Dang. Later. Really? No, not like Um, maybe. Maybe it goes to triple overtime. Right. Who knows? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think that's going to do it here for us tonight. Um, we just it, actually, I recently just did an interview with uh, Sean Shapiro, formerly of the Athletic, and uh, he was absolutely fantastic. He originally said that you know keep the interview to like thirty minutes if you could, and then he kept pushing it and pushing it, and we ended up talking for almost fifty minutes. So. Thank you to Sean for doing that. I really appreciate his time. Uh, here in a little bit, we're actually going to be having Bruce Levine on the show here very soon. Uh, look forward to having him on the show. I believe that's going to be next Wednesday, so not tomorrow, but a week from Wednesday. Um, and then you can also go check out that uh, Sean Shapiro interview. It's available now, it's uh, now anywhere you get your podcasts. So, And check us well, out tomorrow. Yep, we'll be back we'll here talk tomorrow about with you all guys. the stuff, especially Ottinger. We'll probably mostly talk about Ottinger. Because that's a really big, important thing you want to talk about. It's kind of big. Okay, um, and then a little bit of Gary Onoff, too, because he looks primed to start scoring more. So we'll see. Okay, uh, thanks again to DraftKings for being our sponsor uh, for this episode, this podcast, all the THPN, along with Chris. My name's Ryan. We will catch you guys on the flip side, and we hope you have a good, fantastic evening, morning, afternoon. See you guys later. I forgot, Chris, you got to give your GG boys real quick oh. before you go. Oops, sorry, boys. GG boys. See you guys later. <laughs>